fucking slowed that one down. The second part of it, I added a little soul. What? You're fucking T-Pain? You're T-Painting it? You're slowing that shit down? Yeah, hell yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another wonderful, beautiful weekly episode of Salinas Underground Podcast. Yeah. I was thinking about that, man. We do one every week. That's fucking crazy. We do. Um, yeah, there's a, a lot of podcasts out there that... Um, they're really good. They're really well produced. They have really good websites. And then you go to them and it's like they like sporadically put new episodes. And it's like, oh, man, what are you doing? You, you obviously got a good team. Yeah, not consistent at all, people. dude. And I mean, it's difficult. I get it. it you're not going to make money doing this. Uh, you get very little support and feedback and, and all that. It's kind of you guys. I guess you just have to kind of enjoy doing it. Well, it took me a while to enjoy doing this. I kind of, at first, I forced myself. Forced myself, eh? But yeah, anyway, so like we said, we are the Salinas Underground Podcast, and we'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we've gotten a lot more feedback than, we, you know, speaking of that difficultness of getting. We're beginning a lot more. We, we, hear, we hear your responses. We know people are listening. That's cool, man. Thanks for doing that. We really hope that we're we're kind of honing in on on what we want to do and and you know what you want to hear. I guess I know I know nobody expected a podcast to come out of nowhere, but we'll enjoy it. It's yours, you know. You could, <laughs> I say you could mold it, you could shape it. I always people the Steve Jobs video on that we put up on our Facebook. I mean, I put it up there because it really it dictates my life essentially you know i do a lot of what i do based on those two and a half minutes and yeah so you can you can have the same effect you know we're we're here we're out at you know we're at the right here at the xl public house where we usually record and we're here you know we're, we're out here you, there's no we're not you know hitting behind anything no yeah there's no filter yeah you can come up and talk to us and if you want uh, you know us to say something merrick takes full advantage of that merrick always passing notes over here so you heard about you know his his various shows and neat goings on because you know he just he gives us stuff to talk about and that's cool you know we want to talk about stuff but before we start talking about more stuff let's talk about how you can follow us on stuff on social media man you always we're we're not that. We're pretty active on social media. We're, we're getting better, and as we get more experience, we'll get even more better. Betterer. Betterer. Yeah. So anyway, at, at the meantime, you can follow us at Selena's Podcast both on Instagram and Twitter. We have the same handle. It's at Selena's Podcast. Very simple to remember. We have a podcast about Selena. So yeah, at Selena's Podcast. Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, Selena's Selena's Pod or Selena's Underground. Um, we're the only ones that'll come up. I'm assuming now, I mean, hell, we'd probably come up pretty high if you just type in Salinas. But definitely if you type in Salinas Underground or Salinas Podcast, we, we will come yeah. up. And we would love if you, you know, give us a like, share some of our episodes that we put up there, share some of the stuff we put up there, and comment and and be a part of what we're doing. We're, we're, we want to be community-oriented, and we want to... We want this... Uh, <sighs> get a little hitlery but we want this to be for the people you know yeah <laughs> this, is, this is this is a people's thing this is i guess a movement or rev- whatever you want to call it you know you have to have city pride man city pride. Yeah, yeah you gotta enjoy where you're at you know dude as much as you say you're gonna leave you you ain't going nowhere and if you do leave i mean 
people leave and people live other yeah. places and they always come back. I mean, this is home. Anybody yeah. that grew up here sees this at home. If you were born or raised any significant time here, you're, this is just where you're going to come back. Yeah. So, I mean. You just need to. It's good to travel. It's good to live out there, you know, see other places. But come back home. Yeah, and support what's going on. There's a bunch of good stuff going on, which we'll get into in this podcast, in this episode for sure. Um, we Again, we don't have any guests today. We kind of want to kick it, kick it old school. Oh, yeah. Um, this was really... We, we love the guests. We enjoy having guests. We have people... I mean, we have people coming, wanting to come to us every, every single week. And we really enjoy that. But uh, before we get into that too deeply, we're going to... We want to take, you know, just an episode to kind of do what we, we wanted to talk about the goings on in Salinas, you know, in the the news and the events and all that. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have guests here. We can, we can get into that very little because, well, they have interesting lives too. And, we, you yeah. know, we, we want to showcase their lives and what they're doing and what they think. So this episode, we're just going to, you know, just talk about what's been going on around here, around town. And and you'll see in the coming weeks we're gonna have some great guests. We have some great guests lined up. We have some other great guests in the works that are just you know trying to find a time, and other great guests that don't know that they're gonna be great guests, but I have them on my radar, and and that'll be coming up, and, and you'll see. But anyway, in the meantime, again at Selena's podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, Selena's Underground podcast on Facebook, selenasunderground.com. Find us, get a hold of us, talk to us, tell us, are we doing good, are we doing bad? Do you have something we want to talk about? Do you have a guest? I'm talking fast because I'm excited. <laughs> I was, I'm listening to myself. Let me, let me pull up my time here. I need a metronome. Because I'm getting very excited and I'm just talking very fast. But, but we believe in this. And, and uh, when we started this... We didn't think it was going to be like this, but we believed that we could make a difference in this town. Yeah, we really did. I mean, we went into it with the best intentions, and up to this day, uh, we haven't lost our focus. We're still trying to do what we set out to do and just, you know, inform people, inform people of what's going on in Salinas, you know, people out of town, people in town. We want anybody that listens to this podcast to kind of get familiar with Salinas. Yeah, and then something that I, I'm kind of working on in the background that I mean I don't want to get too much into because it's not really too solid or anything. But um, another thing that that could really again expand this mission, this goal, this this vision, whatever that that we're trying to get going is I've been talking to the people over here at uh, KHCC, the community radio station. Yeah, and they have an hour open uh, one day a week and. They're you know wondering if if maybe you know I could fit in there and, and do something on there, and I'm I I mean they're set up as a radio station already you know we can't take phone calls yet and well, I mean we could do Skype but the internet you know sometimes is not as reliable as it as we would like it to be so um, yeah I'm working with them so hopefully if if something works out we could have a little partnership so we can be land based radio with an actual you know radio studio and all that plus this podcast augmenting it with other guests and and again we could be a little bit rougher here you know yeah, i think so we, we can be a little bit more ourselves on the radio we, you kind of have to watch yourself it's understandable you know there's a lot of people that could possibly tune in but anyway stay tuned for that um yeah in the coming weeks uh, 
I won't be able to keep my mouth shut. So <laughs> you'll you'll be hearing, you'll be you'll be knowing what's going on, and uh, hopefully, again, it's something that we could expand the the reach of this Salinas Underground thing that we have going, and and uh, yeah, we'll just see how, we'll see how it happens. See how it goes. Yeah, and so so we'll see. But uh, anyway, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Fat Vore over there. Um, so, so yeah. So we're here. We're, so we're talking about Salinas today. Salinas topic. Yeah. Salinas. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you guys haven't noticed, but Kujo in here. Oh yeah, probably not because Kujo doesn't really say much. <laughs> we set up a microphone for him and everything. We didn't even Earphone, test that microphone. Everything. If anybody needs to come onto that microphone, it's gonna suck. But yeah, he's at not fast. Yeah, right. Not That's fast. what it's called. Yeah. Stupid. From, from what we heard, there was supposed to be like giant barrels of camel shit burning throughout this thing. We'll see. That that's that's what sounds like fucking stupid. To yeah, me. that that that's what we heard. It's not a hundred percent sure. He said he would give us updates, but he really hasn't. So. It's Cujo. He probably had uh, twelve ounces of Budweiser and he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Cujo. Yeah, shout out to Cujo. Yeah, and wherever the fuck he is. Where was it going to be? Like in Riverside or St. Bernie? Somewhere down there. Uh, I'm leading. That's another charge that uh, I have a lot of missions in life. One of them is uh, for people to call San Bernardino St. Bernie. St. Bernie. I don't know if anybody does that, um, but that's just one of my dreams in life. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> if I could get a, a good, you know. Good chunk of the population saying St. Bernie. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I started. That, that. was me. <laughs> that was St. Bernie. Come on, man. Like yeah. Everybody likes the movie. We can have Bernie's. I know that the A's took it over, so it's kind of a NorCal thing, but, but come on. how uh, Saint Ber- San Bernardino. Come on. You're, people Bernie. don't want to say that shit. Bernardino. Who that, knows? St. Bernie. Maybe people already do. They call it the burn or something. The burn? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to burn. That's a stupid ass. Bernie's Salinas is Salas Salas Which I always thought was cool It sounds kind of tough But if you know Like if you call a living room A sala It's like damn I'm just calling them Plural living rooms yeah. It's like you're in a showroom Of furniture You know Mira todas estas salas And it's like man You're in the living room That doesn't room. seem That doesn't make my town Tough no more <laughs> so, Now I'm thinking about Lazy boys And flat screens or the bowl. A lot of people also call it the salad bowl. I don't like the bowl. I don't. The bowl sounds. I don't know. The bowl sounds salad simple. Bowl. The bowl. Yeah, I guess I, I. I think I don't like the bowl because that came about when everybody was trying to shorten everything. Yeah, so it's like, so oh, I'm going. I'm going to the field. Going to the field. Me mean fucking Bakersfield. First of all, you can call it Bako. Bako's already cool as fuck. Bako, man, it sounds cool. And I'm going to the field, or I'm going to the no. I'm going to the no. <laughs> Go to Fresno, man. Fresno is two syllables. You don't have to shorten two fucking syllables. That's it, yeah. it's almost the the no. That's two syllables. You didn't shorten shit. It might be a, a less letters, but it's it's the same amount of syllables. Fucking time yourself. Same deal. The no. But yeah, and I think that's to me that's when the bowl came around. Which it, at least it wasn't the 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 sauce. Oh, actually, that'd be so cool if it was the sauce <laughs> or the nice. I think yeah. At least it wasn't the nice. I'm going to the nice. What's that, Salinas? You know, nice. at least we got the bowl. I, okay, I, the bowl. Never mind. I guess that's. And better. I mean, it's the salad bowl. Yeah, there's a lot of people smoke weed, so there's bowls and bowls. 
they didn't actually shorten the name. They shortened the like the nickname. the nickname, the nickname. So yeah, it's both kind of long. Yeah, the bowl. The bowl. All right, I've been convinced. El plato. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on the bowl bandwagon now. I'm I'm on that shit. I used to not <laughs> like it. October twenty sixth, eight fifty two p.m. Everything changed. The bowl. My life. Has been changed. Speaking of, of uh, changing my life and changing and the bowl. Oh snap! We got bowls. We got changing. We got a Segway. If segways. I wish Segways had a noise or something so we could like. Anytime we made a cool Segway, we just, uh, <laughs> just hit the. I wonder if there is. There has to be. They They're electric. Some, so they have quiet. to make some type of noise. And what's up with the? Some shit. I know some buzzing. Or why do Why do security guards have the market on the three wheeled Segway? I don't fucking know, dude. I why see that. Only they have it. Every I mean, Segway the company doesn't exist anymore, and there's still two wheeled Segways. But the only people that have the three wheeled ones are fucking security guards. Like, yeah. what, what happened here? I don't so know. I wonder if they get them custom made because they fucking jam on those things, dude. dude I've seen those them like, things, yeah. yeah, those things go. Because I mean, I could imagine even an uh, experienced Segway rider got to get kind of nervous going like you know fifteen miles an hour. Yeah, just fuck, just yeah. kind of leaning, leaning but forward. That third well, wheel probably it gives you that confidence, you know. So twenty twenty five. Well, leaning forward and going fast that that goes that goes against uh, like. Common sense, you know, not leaning yeah, too you, far forward. Yeah, you have to teach your fall. body. Yeah, and it's got to be weird because it's like when when you're on a plane and they make those wide turns, and at yeah. first you can feel it, then after a while, it's like it feels like, normal. Like yeah. it feels your level, and then they level off, and you're like, "Oh man, we're turning <laughs> on crazy." Yeah. So, I'm sure that has, a, has something to do with it too. Imagine like, you know, going a cool quarter mile or something in your segue, and just you're kind of leaning. And I, that becomes straight, and then you get on flat ground. Because uh, I've seen people eat it on Segway. George dude. Bush did. Everybody knows that. Dude, uh, we were in San Francisco, and a, there was this lady. It was like a group of people, but there was this lady riding a Segway. Like, pretty cool, dude. It, it looked like she knew what she was doing. And all of a sudden, she just goes straight forward, and I guess she was going too fast. And she tried to pull it back too fast, but then she started going back, and it was just like she got stuck, like, you know, going back and forth, and she just ate it, dude. On the sidewalk, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, those things are scary. Yeah, they're they're too they're too new or uh, what is it? They're before their time. I think so. In twenty years, everybody's gonna have a Segway type device. People hate walking as it is. Well, have you seen the one that that uh, what is it? Japan has it? I don't remember what it's called, but it you sit on it, dude, <laughs> and it balances itself out. It, you sit on it and you put your feet up. And and it actually just goes, dude, and that and it goes That's and cool. it goes say uh, it goes sideways and fucking forward, and it's self balancing, so you don't have to worry about that. And it jams too. That reminds me again, you know, my rickshaw idea. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have an idea. I want to buy a rickshaw <laughs> and just go up and down downtown. Dude, charge two or three, two or three bucks a ride. A rickshaw. You're golden. You know what would be dope around here, and I think it's possible to do because there's horses around here. A carriage, dude. Yeah, carriage would be cool, but and then, it would be nice because I mean the depth. I mean you could, you know, a little slow trot around downtown would probably be fifteen twenty minute deal. Yeah, and I mean if they fix up uh, downtown really nice for the holidays, yeah, you get to see all of downtown. Just a little, you know, romantic short. Well, see that that's what I was thinking about the rickshaw because I was like, dude, just just a rickshaw on its own 
it, like, a, like right now, you know, you'd make no money out here. There's oh, people God. going from the parking structure to, to Maya. But then I was like, dude. So I was like, ah, well, that would be cool. But like, if you already own it, a rickshaw is not, you know, it's not like a phone that's going to, you know, new, no new technology is going to come out. If you buy a rickshaw, you just keep, you, yeah, as long as you have storage, rickshaw, yeah. you could just have it there and pull it out. So I was like, dude, anytime there's a festival or a carnival or any or a parade right here downtown, that's when you bust it out, you know, bust it out 15, 20 times a year. When there's people like, oh, you need to go down there. You need to go, yeah. All right, jump on. Especially like food and wine. All the drunk people, man. Fuck yeah. Five bucks. I'll take you down from the public house to wherever you're going to go get your wine. And, and I was like, dude, that's cool. And again, that's one of those. It's just there. You know, it's like, oh, okay, today's slow. All right, log it up. Fuck yeah. So I was like, ah, okay, rickshaw idea 2.0 is growing up. Fucking imagine like a, a robot pulled a rickshaw. Some type of Android device pulling it. That'd be dope. Well, that that would be cool. I mean, that goes with the whole you know Google uh, self-driving car and all that. But at the same time, like around festivals, there's a lot of people and stuff. So you'd have to teach the robot not to run into anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's gonna that's gonna become available in the next couple of years. You know that that self-driving mechanism. Yeah, hell yeah. They already have that. Um, a dude at Google. Got busted because um, he he was part of the, the the team that's building the self-driving car. Yeah, and he had to take his dog to the vet, but he had some, something else came up, so he couldn't do it. So he just put his dog in the car and programmed it to go to the vet. And what the fuck? And the dog went to the vet on its own, and people were calling the cops because there was a car driving with just just, just the a dog. dog. Yeah, the dog was just sitting there. And Holy shit. Yeah, and then they, they, the cops followed it all the way to the vet, and they figured out who the owner was and called him, and the dude was like, oh, yeah, it's a self-driving car. <laughs> what the it's fuck? Cool. So the dog got pulled over? No, the, they, they followed it to the vet. What the and, fuck? And the door opened, and the dog got out and went to the freaking vet and all that, and then, again, then they, like, ran the plates or whatever and called the owner, and I was like, dude, what the hell's going on with this car? Dude, I tell him, oh, it's a self-driving car, and that's when he's like, I didn't have time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> My dog's going to the vet, this and that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, dude. So that's already, you know, at that level. Yeah. And they're only testing it. So, I mean, that's, that's what, 10 years away, and then it will, humans or humans, <laughs> people, normal people will have some version of it, you know, Tesla or some shit. Did you like, see that uh, the original car only had two buttons, no pedals or anything, and uh, they... When they try to get it approved, they made them put in the pedals and the actual steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's going to have to have it in there. That's crazy. Well, I mean, there should be some sort of... Yeah, fail-safe. Fail yeah, yeah exactly. like if, if something happens, you should be able to take control. Because that would be fucking scary. Just go, sitting in the car. Did you yeah, just see that. the traffic? Like... <gasps> oh... What if you do if it makes a mistake and you know you're going to get hit, you know? How the hell do you control it? Yeah, yeah, because there's still, I mean, computers can think, I don't know if they can think faster, actually. But they can do a lot more calculations, you know, quicker than we can. But there's still something about, like, seeing something from the edge of your vision, you know? And some people just have better peripheral vision, you know? And or some or it just so happens you were turning your head, you know, 
for some odd reason, and the robot would always be fixed on that one, you know, whatever its field is. But yeah, eventually they'll be able to do like a 360 and the cars will talk to the other cars. Well, well, I'm pretty sure that the one Google has is a 360 view. I think it gives it like a couple meters like around the car. Yeah, event- yeah, eventually it'll get... I mean, when all the cars have it and when the roads are ready for it, then it'll be, it'll be like taking a train, which sucks for the train people, well, train and bus people. Talking about roads, um, did you see that the people redeveloping the streets... They have like um, they they made like it's it's like a brick. They're trying to make uh, all the streets uh, efficient, where they're solar panels. Yeah, that'd be did cool. you see that? Did you see no, that? Well, see. they already developed it, dude, and they're using it. I don't remember where it, where it's at, but they're using it in their town on a bunch of streets. And uh, it you could change like like uh, if you want to change a, a solid line to a dotted line. You could actually program it to just change it. Oh, that's cool. And and it's all lights, and it like um, it's it's uh, sturdy enough to where it won't break because it's glass. Need root beer? Ah. Well, if yeah, with all that gorilla glass and all that madness, yeah, that's awesome. I never, not never, but I always wondered. Um, to me, it was with trains. I was like, why can't you harness some of that energy of a train going over a rail? Yeah. uh, I'm sure a lot of friction is created. Like, I've never touched a rail as soon as a train drove by, but I bet it's really, really warm. And all that vibration, you know, going up and down and up and down. I was like, dude, why can't we harness this? You know, why can't we put little generators on every single uh, little uh, railroad tie? You know, because... where was it? I don't know if you saw the video where they, they put a GoPro under a train. Yeah. And you can see when the, the axles go over those railroad ties, they go down like, I mean, I don't know, like six, eight inches or something. But it goes down and then back up because, you know, yeah. the rocks and all that give it room to flex. And it's like, whoa, that's amazing. But that down and up motion, like, that's energy being transferred. Like, yeah. we can't we capture that? Like, to me, it's like... Yeah, you, you do put tiny generators, but there's what, millions of railroad ties. So it's like, yeah, they create, I don't know how many volts per piece, but you, you know, multiply them times all that. It's like, at the very least, maybe you could run a train station's lights or I don't know. But yeah. it's like, you, yeah, but that's cool. that like it's, Again, roads as well. Like when it yeah. rains, when it stopped raining, the roads dry up fast. And you could tell where cars drive the most, and it's because it's warm. Because there's a lot of friction. The rubber on the road creates a lot of friction because, well, that's a safety thing. You know, you don't want your car sliding everywhere. Yeah. But friction creates heat, and heat is energy. Yeah, but. So if you can capture that. Yeah, well, these people actually put it into action, dude, and it's actually working. So they have a like a bunch of city blocks on their street, on on in their city, actually set up with these grids. And it's crazy, dude. If you take a look at it, I mean, uh, look it up. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it, it's pretty crazy. They're they're easily interchangeable. So if one breaks or malfunctions for any reason, yeah. you could just bring it up and put in another one. And it's really easy to do. They made it like the simplest, like this. It's very very simple to to upkeep, and it generates energy, dude. So yeah, that, that's, why that's, the fuck not? And I mean, the road, awesome, uh, the way, because uh, they have a video on YouTube. So uh, the way they put it is, 
We'll the, try to find it. We'll put it on our Facebook. Yeah, page. the the road is just being wasted. It's just space that's being wasted, and exactly. it can, can be used. You know, so that's what they implemented. It it looks it looks pretty cool, man. If it catches on, I I see that going places. Yeah, and that that's the future. I mean, that's one thing that I that I, that's what. What I like about our generation is we've realized that roads they they have more purpose than just carrying cars. Like they do take up a lot of space on our landscape and they are poorly used a lot of the time, you know, we just make huge highways so more cars go and all that happens is more cars fill it up, which yeah. makes us want to make more highways but if we use the roads smarter again in this country is the whole you know bike lanes and bus lanes and all that and i'm assuming this is in europe <laughs> europeans seem to be you know old world thinkers um but yeah that's that's cool you know roads are different and it's i mean whatever city is leading that is that again that's some progressive leadership you know i mean progressive leadership something that i i feel this town lacks and yeah you have because that might fail dude that probably will fail but in 30 years 40 years from now when you know that we're able to do that much more efficiently they're gonna be looked back as leaders yeah, you know, in like, a field like these people had this idea it just it was too early it was too uh, yeah. early for its time yeah and in salinas i feel they people are too scared to fail especially our leaders they're way too scared to fail, at least publicly. They might fail in their personal lives, but if they fail publicly, they they seem to want to avoid, avoid that at all costs. Which actually brings me to a topic that I want to that I want to bring up that I I've started to champion that I'm seeing. Well, I don't know what the hell we can do with this. I, I've it's soccer related, and I've gotten some pretty good soccer connections, so. We'll see, but um, well, re- well, recently, as some people may or may not have seen, that there's a well, Alisa Marketplace. I I'm gonna find uh, somewhere online that has some very good documents that explains Alisa Marketplace development because I don't think most of people, most of Salinas knows what's going on, and that's gonna happen. It's pretty imminent. Um, the economy is coming back crazy, but essentially. That whole area on the east side is uh, where PG&E is and big lots and CVS and, and the Granite car, Rock. Car washes. And yeah, the, all, all that is is for years now, It's it's been slowly being bought out by one company called Cooley Development Partners. And they're out of Boulder Creek, I believe. And... They, they're land developers, and what they're planning is that whole area is 52 acres. They're going to redo the whole thing. It's called Alice Out Marketplace. They're going to put apartments. They're going to put retail. They're going to put entertainment. I mean, they, it, it looks beautiful. Again, we'll, we'll put stuff on, on our Facebook so you could actually see what the plans are. And the city's been working at least, I believe, at least six years on this. So it, it's something that, that goes back a while. and But the recent development with that is the guy, uh, Cooley, what, I don't know, Brian, Cooley, I'll call him Brian. Uh, he, he can, it comes out, he's like, oh, I want to put a baseball stadium in the, in, 
in the lumber yard on Front Street. Uh, if you're from Salina, you know, by KSBW, yeah. there's a lumber yard. Again, if you're local, you can you kind of can picture it. If not, again, this is something we'll put on our Facebook page and you guys can kind of see. And and it's great. I mean, it's awesome. That that place needs redevelopment. It, it's 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 not being used well. That neighborhood is not a very good neighborhood, you know, and a lot of the buildings there are very, very old and could really use some some newness. Yeah. And I think that that would, you know, greatly affect that neighborhood for the positive. But but the problem is that stadium would come with a $17 million price tag. And the big question is, who's going to pay it? Yeah, is it going to be the developer? Is it going to be the city? Is it going to be well, the citizens, which I guess would be the city as well, with you know, different taxes or whatever? And, and, and that's a big issue. And, well, it, first of all, if you go to SalinasSoccer.com, I, I, I have an article about it. And I have a, you know, more facts or different things there, and you can, you can read it. So, yeah, SalinasSoccer.com, and you, you can check it out there. And, uh, but, so my thing is this. Is, again, it, it would be great. It's, um, right now, the team is called the Bakersfield Blaze. And they're in the, they play in the California League as a high A development team. And for those that don't know, baseball is, professional baseball is the major leagues. You know what? You see the Giants and the, oh, the A's and the Dodgers and all this play is major league baseball. Well, the way you get there is by a series of minor leagues where you're either in college or out of college and you develop until you're ready to play in the big leagues. Well, there's three... Well, there's actually, I believe, five total divisions. But for for our intents and purposes here is we'll start at single A, which is what this team would be. Single A is guys that are mostly out of college and aren't good enough yet to kind of be in more advanced teams and so this is where the beginning steps are so if you're going to be a baseball player professional or a major league baseball player you would start at single a and from single a then you go of course to to double a and triple a which is right under the, the the major league team so i mean we're not talking about uh, superstars or anything that are, that are going to come into town is usually you know guys in their early twenties, and um, but but professional baseball, yeah. professional baseball nonetheless they have contracts that you know they're getting paid, and and so so that's why it would be good for Salinas. It would be a professional organization, and it would be a brand new venue, and and it's baseball. And I I personally love baseball, and it's just great. But again, the big issue is that $17 million. $17 million, if the developer were to come in and say, hey, here's $15 million. you know, you guys figure out $2 million, uh, that'd be great. But it, it's kind of leaning towards that I'm going to need either some tax breaks or something, which I personally don't mind. I think that's, that's uh, the, again, the future of cities developing is you know, private developers are going to get tax breaks. Yeah, you know, definitely. you want Google to come into your town, all right? Build a new building, but for twenty years, we're not charging your taxes. Well, yep. 
we're expecting that you know the people that you bring in are gonna cover those those non taxes that you're paying. So so I, I get it I, and I, I like that. But Salinas is not a very wealthy town overall. There's very wealthy individuals, but overall, a lot of us we struggle to get by. And if we give these people tax breaks, unfortunately, we're gonna get hit the hardest. You know, the ones that are living pay- paycheck to paycheck yeah. are gonna have are gonna take the biggest hit. That's just That's, how it goes. Yeah. How it works? Yeah. So, if the people that are on the fringes of being able to afford this, even at you know ten dollars a ticket or fifty dollars a game or whatever, you know, it's still very cheap. But if the people that are on the edge of being able to afford that all of a sudden have to take on the burden of paying to support that, and then they get you know taken out of that, oh, well, now you're not a part of the group that could possibly buy tickets, then you just alienated a, a big group of the city. And we already have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, it just creates a bigger problem. It yeah. adds to the problem. Yeah, that, this that town's already segregated as it is. We don't need, you know, to further separate ourselves, you know, from the, oh, we can afford this and we can't. So, um, so I, so it's like, while I would love the team, it looks like it would be a loss for the city unless we can somehow guarantee that there's 3,000 people there every night. And, you know, then the, the developer and the team starts putting more money into it. Which I just don't see it. I don't you know, see you with that the either. weather and the, the the history. And this used to be a baseball town. Don't get me wrong; they, some pretty good baseball teams came out of here. You remember but the Peppers? The demographics: the Peppers and the Packers, and yeah. even before that, in the seventies and eighties, this town. You know, there was really good people that came out of this town and or came through here to eventually make it to bigger things. But the demographics has changed since then, and that gets me to my point. Now is why aren't we talking about a minor league soccer team? Minor league soccer is growing. I mean, the leagues are adding 10, 12, 15 teams a year. And these this is professional soccer. These are paid players who are just, you know, trying to make their way up the soccer pyramid. And again, to explain um, the American soccer pyramid a bit, a bit it's... It, Similar to the, similar to the um, baseball thing with the the major league at the top, and in the United States, the major league is is called Major League Soccer. You know, they make it easy for you here in America. <laughs> we call it Major Leagues. But anyway, so you have Major League Soccer, which is the first division. The, the professional division where, you know, the San Jose Earthquakes, the L.A. Galaxy, Seattle Sounders, Real Salt Lake, you know, Red Bulls, New York, all, all those teams play, you know, you know, all the ones that are, that are being you know, pretty recognized pretty well. And right under that, in the Division Two you have what's called the North American Soccer League, which the biggest team there is the New York Cosmos, who in their heyday the, yeah. in the 70s, they were one of the biggest teams in the world. They had Pele, you know, yep. in this, in one of his while he was still pretty good. I mean, the first couple yeah. of years he was still in his prime, but I mean that's still well known. So I mean, and that's a big professional league. And they, I don't know, I I honestly don't believe it's going to last much longer. 
they seem to be really, really adamant in, in fighting with the MLS to be yeah. the Premier League. And it's like, MLS, it's... First of all, you're hurting American soccer by trying to divide the, the, the top league. And second of all, MLS has too much of a stranglehold already. A lot of the teams have their own stadiums. So, like, so yeah, I, they're, you know, either they're going to figure it out or they're not. And then under them, you have the Division Three, which is the USL Pro, who has pretty much said MLS will be your development league. Yeah. You know, will be, will be that, that team or those people. And... And you know, just have your players work their way up through through here, and so a lot of the MLS teams have done that uh, to the point where there's six of the of the Western Conference teams have their own USL Pro side. He's got to turn it on. It's just low here, but I mean six six of the. Six of the ten Western Conference teams have their own USL Pro squad. So, um... Uh, and, well, and it went down to five. Six out of the ten teams that had their own squad, it went down to five because uh, San Jose Earthquakes lost their USL Pro team, who was is called uh, Sacramento Republic. They're trying to make a bid to make it to the MLS. So that leaves the San Jose Earthquakes without a USL Pro team, which they obviously want because, well, they had one. So that, that brings me back to Salinas. Last year, they opened up Robblebank Stadium, which is a 5,000-seat stadium at the old municipal you know, baseball field. And it, it's, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful facility. It's designed for football and soccer mainly. Yeah. But it's a multi-purpose facility. It's got two entrances. You know, it, it's got concessions. It, it, it's ready to go. You know, it's ready to go for a minor league team, and it was community built. You know, it was if you go in there, you look around. The community yeah. built it on its own, and so so my thing is, is you have the San Jose Earthquakes locally. You know, an hour away from Salinas, that are probably going to be looking for a new you area for the USL Pro team and you have Salinas which around here is is a hub of soccer you know at both Alisal and Alvarez high schools are both of their programs are in the top 10 in, around the state Hartnell is defending state champions and I don't think they've given up a goal this year they play like four games I don't think they've probably given up two goals at the most I mean this is a soccer hotbed the one of the legend in the San Jose Earthquakes organization, Ramiro Corrales, yeah. you know, is from Salinas. You know, he you can still catch him playing at Constitution for Salinas Soccer League on the weekends. You know, you could one of the most legendary players in the history of the league, and he's just chilling. You know, just playing pickup soccer here in Salinas because that's just how much this town loves soccer. So, again, this is a number I just uh, you know, as the saying goes, pulled out of my ass. Um, but you you have that stadium ready to go. You you don't you don't need seventeen million dollars from the community to to build it. Say you you take three million. I don't know what you could do with three million. And that to, again to me that thing is ready to go. But put three million extra dollars maybe. Yeah, maybe you know do some some kind of yeah to make it like a 
make it feel more like yeah. a professional thing. I don't know, maybe concession stands. Yeah, yeah or or natural grass. Yeah, know? yeah, that would be that would be a plus. But you know, then it, then it would take from a, from it being like a football and a soccer field because they could switch it out. You know, they could race lines, and if it's a natural soccer field, I think it would be a bit more of a hassle. Yeah, I mean, it it would be trickier on the grounds crew. But I mean, to to me, I just like soccer. On, yeah, on definitely. Grass. Well, it's still, it's not the same because I was thinking that I was watching uh, the Seattle LA game a couple days ago, and and yeah, the, they didn't have the lines on the field. But I was thinking, does the field still have that little berm that the football fields have going down the middle? Because the football field is higher in the middle yeah. than it is on the sidelines for drainage, and soccer pitches are flat. But I'm thinking, I wonder if in Seattle they have a way to get rid of that little hump. Um, I'm not sure, because I'm sure Robobank has that hump as well for that. And, yeah, that, that would make it kind of iffy to me. Again, a long through ball on the ground would kind of be yeah. like a putting on a green, you know, with yeah. a hill. So you would, it would be kind of tricky. But, but anyway, that, that's something that the players would not, not care about. And, but yeah, so you throw you know three million dollars into the stadium, whatever you know it needs to. You're not going to have traffic issues because this is at the Salinas Sports Complex, which includes the Rodeo Grounds, which seats seventeen thousand people. Yep. You know, so at, you can have twelve thousand people less on, on a sellout. So you can handle it. Can the area can handle the traffic? There's retail within walking distance. Yep. There's bus service. The the Constitution Soccer Complex is is five thousand feet away. A mile is fifty two hundred feet, so it's less than a mile from essentially the premier soccer area in the whole county. Yeah. So it, I, I don't, I don't see it. And I mean, the earthquakes as we were seeing earlier, watching the baseball game is they're going to have a tough time getting into San Francisco. Or Oakland, or any of those markets. Those things—they're they're saturated. We got the Warriors, you got the A's, you got the Giants, even the Sharks. Yeah, Forty Niners. So, yeah, Raiders. Yeah, so you. Um, is it on? So, um, so yeah, so you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have a hard time um, getting into that market. So, well, you have. There's only you know what. 400-something thousand people in Monterey County. That's a good number, yeah. And, you know, hundred, you know, maybe a couple hundred thousand in Santa Cruz County and then San Bernardino County's tiny, but it's still there. Um, but, yeah, you could pull from all those people. You know, if, if you're no, if this could be your territory. If Salinas, 150,000 people. I mean, you get 500 people from Salinas going to your games every every day. I mean, but if you market it well here in Salinas, I'm pretty sure you have a big turnout, dude. Everybody here plays soccer. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, locally, I, I think you could easily sell 1,000 season tickets. Definitely. You know, that's tw- that's 20% of the of the whole stadium. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on. Well, I think if they, this is James, by the way. James. Uh, I think if they market it as a family event, like they do a lot of uh, single-A and double-A baseball games. Because single-A and double-A baseball teams are located in small communities like yeah. ours. And they don't market it the same way they market Major League Baseball. Because it's not that. The, the, ah. It's more of an experience. It's more of a, a, a family-friendly thing where you can bring your children out. You can actually bring your whole family to and not break your whole bank. Yep. You know what I mean? It's something that, that you can do it. 
it's reasonably and go out and and you know have a, a, a family of six go out and, and enjoy themselves on a night with some concessions and watch an awesome game. Yeah. So I think that's what what this town needs to kind of do. And I, you're, you're spot on with that. Right. I mean, the stadium's there. That's the, that's the big cost. You know, the big cost would be the stadium, and the stadium's there. Yeah, and I mean we. I mean, there's already people uh, working towards that. Um, we have people. I mean, Cholos play there. Well, the under team, the yeah. under uh, uh, Mexican soccer, uh, the the actual the the yeah. what is it? The um, national team, the under the 18 and under. Yeah. There. Well, see, there you go. Actually, that brings me to another point that I was gonna. So, say you are successful and. There's the, the U.S. Open Cup is open to pretty much any team that is sanctioned by U.S. soccer. So you're playing, you might play Seattle Sounders, or you, you might play the Mexican national team, or, or I mean, not, not on the, the U.S. Open Cup, but, but still. And you can transition right over to, to the sports complex, 17,000-seat stadium, you know? Yeah. I, I, and that's natural grass. Yeah, I, and I mean... It goes back to marketing. I mean, we've been to to uh, games at uh, RoboBank, and unfortunately, some of them weren't as known as others. But I mean, if you market it well to the east side, if you market it everywhere in Salinas, where where you know you're gonna get the traffic, I think you will do well. I, you yeah. just have to go out there and do the footwork. That's and all. yeah, to me, the soccer community as the Salinas community as a whole is fragmented. You know, yeah. it it really shows what Salinas is. You know, and. And yeah, you you do have there's you know ten different leagues in town, and they all don't have a common championship or a common goal or anything. So you really don't get anything, you know. And to me, having a one one team that the city can get behind, which would, again would be a professional USL pro team, that in itself would help it, and you know, and like oh, Salinas Soccer League and Monterey County Soccer League and El Camino Real Soccer League, you know, hey, maybe we can. You know, do something together and have this, again, as a community-wide effort. Hey, real, real quick, maybe you can throw some insight. Where does the talent from the Hartnell team come from? Is it majority local or do they recruit from outside? No, it's majority oh, local. local, dude. They're local. They get all their people from Alvarez and from Alisal. And where, yeah. and where do they play? They play on, they, act, they have a pitch on, yeah. at Hartnell okay. by, the, by the baseball field. They redid it. I would say, you know, the first way to do it is to kind of use our larger, the largest program in town, which is Hartnell. Yeah. Okay. Use, ask them, maybe can you do two, maybe three games of your home games at the Rubberback Stadium to kind of transition and to get people to see a, a larger experience. I'm more of a quote unquote air quotes main stage of Main Street down here yeah. Yeah. in Salinas, you know what I mean? At, at, at the Rabobank Stadium. And I think if they do that and then they market it to children and families and stuff like that. But I think the, the even further thing is is that Salinas does a good job of alienating the East Side dollar. Definitely. You know, there's <clears throat> the money that, that that's out there on the east side of Salinas, primarily Latino. Uh, north side, you got some Asian, Filipino stuff like that, but main, mainly brown brown dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not going too deep with it, but there's a there's a reason why I think that they don't have faith in, in bringing a project like that forward because it's oh man, it's the it's the East Side money. We, they, nobody wants to target the East Side money for some reason. 
That dollar's still green to me. Yeah, definitely. And these people love soccer, man. I mean, you go to, I mean, I, I live in the east side. So you go down there, everybody plays soccer, man. Everybody I know plays soccer. The most popular sport in Salinas is soccer. Yeah. If you if you charge ten dollars to get in and reasonable concessions, there's no reason why you couldn't have a relatively packed house all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have the touring championship uh, uh, trophy on display for MLS, like yeah. they do every other sport. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be necessarily if San Jose wins. If if LA happens to win or. Any other team, they they do tours. Yeah, they're going to promote MLS. Hell yeah! And where they go is to, to places that that would deserve it. it would be a, a stadium, a stadium that has events there on a regular basis and a, a, a fan base that comes out. You do stuff like that, man. You're going to just kids already love soccer. It's easy yeah. to start up. Yeah, it's very unassuming. And it's it's something that kids can start and not feel bad about it. You got to instead of denying that, you need to foster that. Yep. You know, they're looking to get a. a there's talks of the baseball. The, the single A or double A baseball team coming to town. Why are we denying soccer? Yeah, soccer's just as easy, if not it, easier, for kids to play. And everything's already there, man. You know, know, the talent's already here. I mean, I know there's a lot of talent in, in all the sports in this area, but soccer is like a no no brainer. Yeah, yeah. bring it here, man. Like you said, all the all the games going off on Constitution. Yeah. yeah. Why they don't have a, a permanent concession stuff out there boggles my no mind. Idea. There's got to be 3,000 people there every Saturday and Sunday. Hell. I mean, there's people out there selling stuff and they're making bank, dude. Yeah, all if, legally. Yeah, if, yeah. If, they could, you know what I mean? if they could turn that around so and from, actually from use from it for the field. Different angles, if you look at it, you say, okay, first angle is is that the city's not getting their, ta- their proper tax rate nope. from that stuff. No. The second avenue is, is that, wait a minute. Uh, if it's done illegally, they probably don't have health permits. Nope. So all those people buying that stuff are at risk. You know, if we really look at it at the yeah, health government yeah. as, as controlling risk, they're all at risk is they're eating stuff that may not be produced in a proper facility. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then at the, at the end of the day, there may be a lot of trash out there because nobody knows that there's business going on out there. Exactly. So it's all that stuff. That should be the practice field or the, the field for the kids to play on. Yeah. And then the bigger stage for the adults should be the stadium. Just like yeah. the, the softball. There's softball going on every day out there. Yeah. You know how much money's brought to the area from all those guys playing drunken softball? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all registered teams, right? Yeah, we have, so- we have softball tournaments here. Dude, it brings tons of money to the area. Imagine if you added soccer on top of that, because you could have them at the same time. Yeah. it's a different field. Yeah, you can. You know, and then you plus it's a good it's a good thing for the community. It's a good sport. Yeah, you would give people things to do. Uh, Dude, all those restaurants you could walk to from there. Yeah, definitely. How packed would they be before the game? Yeah, after the game. And I mean, it, like you were saying, if we did have like legal concessions at the stadium, uh, well, at, in the pitch over at Natividad, it would actually help the pitch. I, I don't know if you've ever been there. No, I'm not by it, yeah. Dude, if you actually walk on the pitch, there's holes there. Oh, yeah. there there's like, there's like. Because it's an it, old lake bed. It's, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a good place to play. So if you actually had legal concessions there, that could help the pitch out. And, Dude, and, yeah, and, make them pay permits. Yeah, exactly. And then you could fix the pitch. And it becomes a legit pitch where people could actually want to go and play. There's concessions at Little League games. Yes. But there's yes. not concessions. At, and there's, right. there's, there's like one-tenth of the people in a Little League game. And they're yeah. Like that if you ever drive by in the on hell? Sunday, you have at least a thousand people. Oh, at least. At least, at yeah. Least. And that's people standing around and people playing, man. And if you get these people, you take their money and you turn it around and put it back on the pitch, that would be the best thing for it. But people don't understand that. We... We try to get into it with people, 
But I, I mean, they don't see it that way. It, I think it's, if you it's approach whoever runs the Robobank thing and say, you know what, the next year's upcoming soccer season, I'd like to highlight one week we'll do Hartnell, the next yeah. week we'll do a Palma soccer game, the next week we'll do So it encompasses everyone. Yeah. You know, just so you have a running season of soccer games, but not a fixed team there. Cause it, so there's, there's a commitment to the schedule, but no commitment to any one organization. Yeah. That way, it's, if it doesn't really work out, the way you hoped, then then there's a there's an out. If you develop a team and it doesn't work out, then you got a whole you know USL team there. You know, yeah. that thing. Yeah. you have to kind of do it. You have to crawl before you walk. Yeah. Say Hartnell, we're going to do the beginning one for, is Hartnell, and maybe one of the last ones is yours, and then in between we're going to do Alvarez, Alisal, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because then you know, the the men's league championship in town. We're gonna do yeah. a couple of ones. So every week there's an event. Yeah, not necessarily the same team, but you're going to give. Fan bases from all those groups and a, a chance to come and have an experience at that Rabobank Field, you know. To, and, and then you show Rabobank Field and yeah. whoever organizes it, which I have no idea who it is. You're gonna instill some confidence in them that soccer is the way to go. Yeah, I mean, you can bring the big rivalries of Salinas, like the Al- yeah, the Alvarez, Alisal games. Saturdays is soccer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you Sunday through work. Thursday is your softball at the rest of the complex. That's just the yeah. way it should be. It should. Sports is good for everyone. Definitely. Yeah. It's good for everybody. It's good, clean fun. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's the positive thing in the town. Yeah, and it feeds the economy. Of course. Yeah. It, it, it brings communities together. Yeah. You know, if you have uh, rich, you know, uh, quote unquote entitled people from Palma, rich, nice, good people with money that, that are a little bit better off, and they're playing soccer against people from Alvarez, and they went, wait a minute, these kids actually play tough. Yeah. yeah, you know, or you know, they're good people, and the families start mingling and saying, "Oh, hey, these are good people, man." You know, you know, and I know it's a, a grand idea, but you start to kind of bridge gaps of stereotypes. Yeah, you know? exactly. It, you know, these people are like the same things we do. They just have different jobs than I do. They they can afford them different things in life, or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of the idea. I think. Dude, I think man. pose it to somebody, man, and see what happens. Because I think as long as you do it in a responsible way. To where whoever's in control doesn't seem like they're the only one running a risk. Because that could happen. If you say, well, I want to bring a, a, a minor league soccer team here. You're like, yeah, okay, that's kind of you know, delusions of grandeur, you know what I mean? you got to kind of do it smaller. But do it. If you went to Hartnell and said, hey, would you like to play on the big stage over there in the, in, at the Rubble Bank Field? You'd be like, hell yeah, I don't want to play. Absolutely, let's go play on the, on the field over there. You know, get scoreboards and all that stuff. They'd be stoked. Dude, yeah, that thing has a full-color screen. Yeah, you get high school kids to go over there. Dude, the hell yeah, let's go over there. Even though some of the, you know, their, their fields are pretty nice, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah. they're not Rabobank Stadium nice. Definitely. Uh, they kind of show the, the people, decision makers that, yeah, this is kind of the, the avenue we need to move on. You know, I don't know how to get it done, but I think it's a damn, damn good idea. Yeah, it is. That definitely sure. is. Yeah, because yeah. we, we've been there to, what, like two or three games? It was a couple of games that were done by like private, private organizations. They brought teams from uh, from Mexico and to play dude, that's there. That's another thing. That sh- that place costs a it's a thousand dollars, I think, to rent. To rent, dude. So we could thousand dollars for could, the day. Yeah. We could rent, we could organize it ourselves if we get funding. It's five hundred extra bucks if you want the scoreboard yeah. with the the screen. Yes, you want the scoreboard. Yeah. So it's it would be a thousand five hundred, and you get everything. You, you get, get it, it for a day. day for a day. You know how many games you can have in one day? You can sell in one beer. Game? What does that include? Does that include everything. security and everything? Everything. No, no. Well, oh. I, I don't know what that includes. Well, because... I think that's just the rent. I think it's just the rent. Yeah, I mean, be, 
well, if it is just rent, which I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, if you have to supply your, your security guards, how many security guards do you actually need? I well, mean, the city ordinance for that. So there's... Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. city would say but that. What I'm saying, it's easy. So if, say if you went to uh, Alvarez, right? And you said, okay, Alvarez is playing Gonzalez one week. Okay, you go to Alvarez Boosters, you go to Gonzalez Boosters and say, okay, we need volunteers for this, this, and this. Yeah. They've got it. Uh, you need to sell this many tickets for your side and this many tickets for your side. They got it. It'll be done. It We're will be done. We're taking 5% of your concessions. Yeah. You sell yeah. the tickets for $7, $8 a person. You know, $3 a person goes because 500 seats, right? 5,000. 5,000 oh, yeah. 5, seats. Oh, do you, say if you sold 1,000 tickets. $1.50 out of each ticket has to go to pay the facility and everything else is profit. Are yeah. you kidding me? Exactly. And it's not profit. It's going towards you rolling it into yeah, the next exactly. event. Yeah, yeah. The next exactly. Event, the next event. You know, uh, be pretty it's sick. not a bad idea. Yeah, those, those booster organizations for those high schools, they're already organized, dude. They already know how to raise money. Yeah. You know, and, and how many kids on a soccer team? Well, Maybe 40 at the most. Yeah. 40? Are you kidding me? Yeah. There's 11 on the pitch, and yeah, yeah, yeah so and then you 40, have, right? yeah. that'd be the most. Every kid's got to sell four tickets? Dude, that's, that's 160 so easy. Yeah. per side. That's 300 plus everybody else who wants to go yeah. and see it. Yeah, definitely. Dude, and, and like I have here on my notes, Alice Al Alvarez games already pulled 3,000. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, go. they yeah. sell out. They sell out a, a 3,000 for, it doesn't matter. for a soccer, high school soccer game. Yeah, and I, and I mean, like, like I said before, we've been to games before, and they haven't been quite as organized as they should be. You know, and if we got on it, did the footwork, and actually went out there and did it, I'm, I'm pretty sure we could do it. But I mean, it takes. Well, what I'm thinking is, well, is talk to um, Jerry, Jerry from uh, you know somebody like Jerry that can organize a um, a team from Mexico or something, and you do a double header. Yeah. Say Hartnell plays NPC, you know, their rival. I don't know who they're NPC or, Cabr- or Cabrillo. I think it's Cabrillo. I say Cabrillo, but I'm <laughs> Cabrillo. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Hartnell and Cabrillo, you know, Hartnell versus Cabrillo, for, you know, at noon. And then you have the national Mexican under 18s versus the all star team from Salinas. Because I, I, I just got that idea because I realized that if you go on the, on the MLS, some of their highest attended games are usually double headers. You know, yeah. like DC United, oh, their highest attended game was 53,000, but it was a double header. Barcelona played Real Madrid after, you know, so I was like, <laughs> damn, yeah, they were all there for that. But at the same time, you know, you could use it as that, you know, yeah. say, again, two or three, again, just the rivalries, just the local games, just when Hartnell plays NPC or when they play Cabrillo. Or whoever the hell else is their local rivals, you know, two games out of the season, we're gonna do a double header. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna have thousands of people out there, and and yeah, and just like James said, the people that actually have the money that could make things happen will be like, wait, what's going on over exactly. here? What the hell's going on? You know, these guys are just rolling in the dough, and and yeah, and if it is profitable, then you know we could transition into you know a high school one or something, yeah. and then all of a sudden. Like he said, then it's once a week. There's a big thing going on, and it's like, well, what the hell is really going on with the soccer deal? Definitely. I mean, it, it seems it seems like it, it's very easy to uh, put together. I mean, we just we just had to go through the correct channels of 
you know, speak to to the right people. But yeah, yeah, well, that that's ultimately really what it comes down to, and and um, well, it's it it is it's it's essentially a slam dunk, other than the fact that all the factions are divided. You know, we're like the Middle yeah. East right here. You know, we're trying to get this tribe and that tribe and this tribe to work and together, and that's that's that to me is the biggest hurdle on this. You know what it boils down to, though? It's all money. Yeah, yeah. You got to show those groups that that. Divided, they make less money than if they came together. For sure. Yeah. So, you know what? I think using the municipality teams and, and the school teams, you show them that th- this is how you do it. All the, 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 that a group, like say if you were to organize a group to get this together, all a group like that would, would want is the, the benefits of the event. They're not looking for anything. It's a true not pro- non, not-for-profit you know, organization type of thing. Yeah. So you show these other groups that we're doing it just for the love of it because we yeah. want something to happen. If you want to prosper from it, you need to kind of take our lead and say this is this is kind of that we showed you the way. That's Selena. Jump on the freaking dude. wagon and get it done. Yeah, Selena soccer. You know, that dude, soccer. honestly, it's got to be easier to organize a soccer game at Rabble Bank than it would be to organize, let's say, uh, a parade in Old Town. Definitely, dude. You know it has to be all the logistics. You see what I'm saying? You're so, just setting up a game. And yeah. there's people that organize parades and events like that that are just regular people. They're not PhDs. They're not geniuses. Imagine, yeah, go to the city. Like, dude, we're not asking for ten grand for a parade. We just want two cops. Yeah. We'll pay for our security, but we want two Salinas PD uniformed cops at, at here. Yeah. Making your presence felt. Two and, and a half hours. To be nice. Yeah, to yeah. be nice. Yeah. They're going to walk around. People are going to see that, hey, the cops are just, they're just people. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be wearing your badge, your uniform. You know, we just asked for two of them for it's two and a half, two and hours, half hours. Yeah. That's it. Soccer games are quick. Yeah. And and we'll have our, again, private security on top of that. We just, we want you there. We want you to be a part of this. We want people to see that, look, the, the city isn't against you. Oh man! Oh, dude, what, we gonna, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> Lead by example, man. That's yeah. All done. Remember the, when I was a little kid? If you saw a cop, you want to shake his hand. Hey, it's a cop. How you doing, sir? Oh, dude, I used to. They used to carry those Fire fucking stickers, dude. You yep. know, the stickers yeah. that were a badge, and it said like "Junior Deputy." Yeah, junior. Oh, you felt like oh, you were the you felt like you're the king of the world. Yeah, or, or the Dare program. You remember the Dare stupid. program? They used to Kids take that. That way. What was, it? what was it that they had a Corvette? They had that tricked out Corvette. Remember the Dare program? I, I used to yeah, remember that, dude. That, that, shit, that was crazy, man. I I used to wear All those that badges. Propaganda about drugs that wasn't true, but exactly. You know, but we'll, I mean, we'll forgive you, coppers. We'll forgive you. <laughs> That's what's funny. That's why they canceled it. That's yeah. why they don't fund it because they realized it did not do anything. No, it didn't do anything. It really didn't. Because once the kids realized that the stuff that they were saying wasn't true, they just it just did more it, damage than good. It lost all credibility. It's just a free T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> People still have the Dare T-shirt. <laughs> I still have it, dude. Do you have it? Yeah, you wear it yeah I will. I will dare, wear it next time I'm here. Smoking a joint. <laughs> wear your Dare shirt. <laughs> I was walking here. There's these, these kids. I don't, of course, they're going to go watch some if kind of funny movie. If 17-year-old kids can organize Ciclovia, 
and block off. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. I didn't, yeah. exactly. Fuck, I didn't think about it and, that and, way. That's and, a challenge. I'm right not saying anything about those, that group. You're, that's an awesome group, man. You're my idol. There you go. Yeah, you guys doing stuff at that age that I never doing, did. Yeah. But that being said, they have to ask permission to go out. You yeah. know, yeah. they can get stuff yeah. like that done. They, they shut down a whole. Yeah. Those are fighting words, Baldini. It's the second year in a row. It's not even like. Yeah. They're, they're veterans at this point. Maybe we should get them to get the organization. Exactly. Get I bet you That's if they jumped true. on it, they would they would yeah. have that shit organized in a couple and weeks. It, and, and it's way easier to do what we're talking about than what they're doing. Fuck yeah. They shut down a whole street, yeah. a main street at that. Dude, I know. Building Blanco to Sambor. Yeah. That motherfucker shut down. <laughs> The first time that to happened, ride bikes, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. The first time that happened, yeah, yeah. I I heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was. And I tried to go down the street. I was like, what "Fuck is going on, dude?" The whole street shut yeah. down. And I mean, they're shutting down the street. All we're trying to do is get a team to go to a stadium and play yeah. a game. It wouldn't really take that much city intervention. No, it really would. Pay your money and you get your all your ducks in a row and, and ask for the two, you know, uh, figurehead police officers to come shake hands yeah. and. Ask him to give out those junior deputy stickers. Yeah. That needs to come back, first of all. Can I make a public plea for the junior deputy stickers to come back? Because there needs Definitely. to be faith in, in, in yeah. law in authority. Yeah, mm-hmm. in law enforcement. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's that division. And if the cops actually stopped and, you know, talked to people like they did before, give out stickers. Simple yeah. as that. Give out stickers to kids. Uh, I think the, the community would come around again. It's a small thing. It seems corny, but... It, it is. Sometimes those things work. Yeah, it's the little things, man. Although, you know, at a, and at a soccer game, dude. Exactly. You know? It'd be, it'd be, it'd be awesome. It'd it would. It'd be awesome. And again, the fact that it'll it bring out a lot... The biggest mistrust with the police is in the east side. And that's yeah. an obvious one. And this is something that would attract that east side community. Again, it's a safe environment, you know... We're all here to have fun, yeah. and it's like, dude, look at this guy's kicking the ball around with me. I mean, you know, a lot of things have happened to me. I don't, I don't hate police officers. And I, you know, I, no. I, I probably could be jaded, but I don't. Yeah. I don't hate police officers. Cops are cool, man. They're just, they just got, they're people they're with people the job with to do. Jobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and and I know you guys don't hate police officers, no. but no. but too many people know. have a negative connotation towards police officers. You know, we hate them until we need them. Exactly. And when we need them, we don't hate them. If something happens, who do you call? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean that they they have a, a, a really difficult job. Their job isn't necessarily difficult. They're just stuck in a messed up position. Yeah. You know, just perception wise, they're stuck in a bad position. You know. Yeah. Dude, I think getting they, involved in Ciclovia, like they should be out there talking to kids out there, and not like from a you know a, a, a disciplinarian standpoint, just kind of be around there. Just yeah, dude. If you fuck up, around. we're gonna be there and no, just regulate. Kind of walking around, hey, kids, how you doing? Riding their bike, but we're right? good, you, you know, know, doing tricks or whatever. Well, just kind of lighten the thing to, to you know, yeah, to to, to gain trust. We're not RoboCop. Yeah, we're exactly. not Judge Dredd. Well, last know? time I we're was not at, always watching you. you know? I was at the Gloria. Yeah. The cops were there, but they were actually riding around in horses. I didn't see any cops walking around. I saw them riding around it's in a, horses. Isn't there, it's like a really, it's like. like yeah, egalitarian type of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like above everything. It's kind of like, come on, dude. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was. I think they should be riding BMX bikes, uh, knowing that they're not going to chase anybody down. But they're just yeah. If they they don't need to chase anybody down, they have radios first. Yeah, of all. and so, I mean, I mean, whatever. They're not there to respond to anything. They're there to be a part of the community. Yeah, exactly. do a wheelie, I, man. I'm not, I'm not singling out police officers. 
firefighters should be there too. Yeah. You know, all, we should get back to the old school thing on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, do a tug of war. Yeah, yeah, be a freaking dude. firefighter back in the day. Yeah. You know, that was cool. Yeah, there should be an old school tug of war firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. That would, be, that, yeah. Would be like, that would be dope. That would be hella dope. Fun. Or a race. Uh, the fastest cop versus the fastest firefighter. Yeah, hell yeah! Take them to, to uh, Elsa's house. Make them do the versus freaking the obstacle, the obstacle course. Dude, they tore it down. Oh, did they? they don't oh, have it anymore. What? But as we were talking about this, my mind kind of went off on a tangent. You know, it'd be kind of funny if Salinas did like a like a Harlem Globetrotters of soccer. That would be fucking sick, dude. That'd be awesome, dude. Alisal, whatever, name it whatever you want. Yeah. They would do a, a, a game like that where they would just smash and do a bunch of yeah. tricks, and and they play people and just kill them. Kind of like street be ball, scripted. You know what I mean? But yeah. it'd be crazy street ball. It would yeah. be an exhibition. I think okay. that would be awesome, dude. Yeah, I think that would bring a lot yeah, more. Yeah, because there's a lot of dudes that have some sick dribble. Yeah, and that, you get them on the pitch and they kind of suck. We don't. don't care about offsides. We don't care about. You know, the ball hits your shoulder. We don't care, you know. We're letting it go. It's just, it's all about scoring goals yeah. and being flashy and yeah. music Scissor going on. Scissor kicks and, and yeah. You know, yeah for Halloween, they'd all be wearing uh, costumes and or whatever, you know. Just something fun, you know. That would be awesome. Harlem Globetrotters for soccer. I think that'd be, be awesome. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. The Salinas Globetrotters? Something. You could come up with a with a yeah, oh, yeah. The name is really important yeah. in this instance. It it really is because it has to be, attract be awesome, people. Dude. If you can get just uh, you know, the tenth guy doesn't need to do anything. The the eleventh guy, the goalie doesn't need to do shit. He's yep. just got a, a good sport. Is he yeah. probably like you'd run up to him and pants him? You know, he just stand yeah, yeah. do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah he'd be the he'd, whatever. He'd be kind of like the tough guy that couldn't take a joke type of thing. Yeah, see ten guys <laughs> with skills. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That, that would be awesome. I think that would that would pull a lot of people. A lot of people are into street ball. A lot of so anybody movies. out there listening, if you have a good idea for what the name should be, you can right. uh, contact Baldo at any one of uh, his multiple sources of contact: yeah. Facebook, Instagram, what Twitter. Would that be there, at Salinas Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Salinas Underground on Facebook. SalinasUnderground.com. Hell, last word on Sports.com and SalinasSoccer.com. I'm yep. on all those. Leave a message. And if you don't know who I am, um, I am that little, the little devil on your left shoulder, the red one. That's me. <laughs> I'm the, the the one that that whispered sweet nothings in your ear and makes everybody, you do bad things. Everybody knows who you are, man. The peer pressure fairy <laughs> at Exo Public House. Oh yeah. Oh shit. So yeah, dude. I, I think I think you guys are onto something, dude. I think this, so. Yeah, this this podcast is gonna go down in history. I think so. It's gonna be in the national archives. So Congress is going to talk about it. <laughs> well, I, mean, just, I like it. In all seriousness, though, it's, it's like a good one. Community events. The reason why everybody pushes for parades and, and bike events like Ciclovia and food wine festivals is because it's supposed to uplift your community, right? Yeah. But those are events that are kind of, for this area anyway, they're kind of disingenuous. Not that people don't ride bikes, not that people don't eat and stuff like that. It's just because they don't happen all the time. Yeah. Veterans parades and all these other, other parades. They're awesome. All those events I just named are really, really good. But they don't happen on a regular basis. So it's hard no. to get the masses out and kind of back it. Yeah. You know, people want to come out and drink wine, but then, then you want to get the people that just want to get drunk. Or uh, people that come out for a parade, they just want to come outside and hang out. They kind of lose focus on what it is. But Like, oh, yeah, Selena's parade, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
It would be too hard. Sporting event. It's not hard to get people around a sporting event because they're they're rooting for that stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, they're rooting for their kids' soccer games. They're rooting for, uh, you know, Barcelona not to get their ass kicked versus Real Madrid. Dude, and around here, people love to wear stuff that says Salinas on it. Yeah, definitely. That's everywhere. You get a nice little logo. We're not the exception. We are as proud as any other community anywhere. And you know what? Use that for positive. Yeah, don't let Watsonville fucking create a team before us. (coughs) Exactly. Yeah, where are they going to play? Fuck you, Watsonville. We're going to play uh, North County High? At the Sloop? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I, you know, I just think uh, we should use that stuff for good, you know, kind of uplift the community. And, and like Pasoli mentioned earlier, if it does nothing other than to benefit the surrounding businesses, then, hey, it's a win-win. Definitely. You know? Nobody win, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it, I mean, it's there. It's there. The, the, the big expense is always the stadium. When when a team wants to go somewhere, it's the the stadium is always What's the issue. What's being used? What, what what do they do at that stadium on a regular basis? Nothing. Why did they build it? They they don't do anything. That's there, true. Dude. Dude, they built it for Palma yeah. football. That's why they built it. That's the real reality. They built it for five weeks a year. Pretty much. Really? Yeah. I mean, because they hey, they could afford it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go onto that tangent because that's not really fair for yeah. this conversation. But the, 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 my point is, is that you should be using it more than five weeks a year. Yeah, it's there. It's I don't all, care who all plays weather. There, you know? Yeah. But use it. Yeah. You know? I think it has like two luxury suites even. Do they not? Does Palmon have some some contractual stronghold on it to where nobody else can play there? No. No, no. Oh. It was just their alumni. I mean, just look at, look at the... It was their booster club that put it all together? Yeah. Well, it's all that the... I mean, you just... Yeah, you look around. I mean, but, but ultimately... Uh, yeah, they can't, dude. If they were to be like, this is Palma only, it would be so terrible. So it is open for the community, and it's there. They want it to be there. I mean, and, you know, it's a thousand dollars. It's being wasted if it's not being used, yeah. kind of deal. A thousand. So that's what we're saying, everybody listening. That we need to kind of look at these things in town and say, do we really build it for five weeks? Exactly. Yeah. You know, this community complains that we don't have any money for this and that. Then we built the stadium for just five weeks. Yeah. So my my rebuttal to that is not to complain and 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 scrutinize anybody who built it. My my rebuttal would be let's just start using it. Yeah, that's it. It's there. I'm not trying to complain. I'm just saying let's start using it. It's there. We got people playing soccer already on a field that's already messed up by what you guys are saying. Yeah, let's start using it. You know, and maybe build something else on that Constitution Place. The, you know, for the community or whatever. Definitely, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure that land can be used for something. Dude, there's a lot of land there. <laughs> or or build a proper athletic center there. Exactly. Well, th- that was the plan. Nice. But you need to get them away from there for a, a short time so you can actually build on it. You know, so maybe the best p- spot is the sports complex. It is. And the uh, Rubble Bank Stadium. That place is, is golden. Yeah, it is. AstroTurf, I mean, all weather. Yeah, turf sucks for soccer, though. It, it, does. it does. It does, but I mean... It's, it's too there. fast. And, and but, and you slide, you get all burnt up. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that's you know, messed you're up. You're not sliding on AstroTurf. These guys wear shorts, not not football pants all the way to the ankle. Yeah. yeah. It's different, man. They're going to get burnt all the way up their leg. Yeah, but I mean, I, for what it is, it's understandable, you yeah. know. It is there to be rugged, you know, just to be used. Yeah, but uh, the whole, so the whole thing about it. rugged, grass grows back. It does. So it's not that, it's not that delicate. I mean... You, but, people drive on their grass all the time, yeah. and they drive off, and it's not dead. Yeah, I would prefer to see grass. Well, because it's built to 
I, I haven't looked it up, but it's built to end the field. The pitch itself is be- built to NCAA specifications. Is it I didn't wide enough get for to, a soccer field? Well, that's what I did. I didn't contrast it with the FIFA yeah. specifications, which ultimately wouldn't matter because that just would mean that they're not going to play any FIFA matches there, which I don't which is see. Never happen. Yeah, I don't see that. It's not big enough. Well, and mm-hmm. yeah, you got the sports complex there if need be. Um, so I, I I don't know, you know what NCAA I'm assuming is close to FIFA. Um, yeah. For for at, at least American, well, not American football, but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The pitch looks small, but it's just the fact that it's 15 feet under, you yeah. know, the the stands. It just that's what makes it look small because the people are right above. That's another thing. It's deep down there, so yeah. anywhere you a, sit, every yeah. seat is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You, anywhere you sit, you can, you can see the whole. The How whole many pit. seats are at the new uh, uh, earthquake stadium? Eighteen thousand. So same, Which, as, it, same as damn sports game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just, that's their new. Oh wow, this is our new fancy thing. And Salinas is just kind of like, well, we already had that. And yeah. we don't use it. Yeah, we don't. Stop building stuff if you're not going to use all it. All that, yeah, just for four days in July. You know, yeah. Especially now that Robo Bank is there and that North High and Palma play at Robo Bank. That's literally there just for the monster trucks in May and four days in July. Yeah. Wow. Imagine you could you could bring Mexico's national team over. I'm pretty sure you could, like, dude. We you could put grandstand somewhere, you know, up to eighteen, nineteen thousand capacity. You know, I don't know. That, this team, see, this I, city's I dropping want, the ball. Honestly, I wouldn't want Mexico's national team to come. I think that's what this town does too often. They overshoot things. They yeah. You know, they, they go. Big. This town is like okay. We don't have any concerts here because we tried to get. Uh, the biggest band and they didn't want to come so we're not well, no no I'm there. saying this as after it's already established well, yeah, okay then that makes sense yeah when, I wouldn't start yeah, out with that yeah yeah, yeah no, no, definitely yeah not. yeah to me like once if there's a minor league team here that is, is pretty successful in pulling in people then you can just all of a sudden bring in a big yeah. you know US versus Mexico like oh wow in Salinas like oh Dude, never wow happen. never no no I wouldn't expect that to happen but they do play at the the, the Dos Acero is eighteen thousand people as well. Yeah, you know it's it's all about environment. That's what it is. If if the team feels that they could win in a certain environment, they'll show up. Yeah, if they feel like one of the teams has home field advantage, I'm pretty sure they would play there. Yeah, hell yeah. And again, this is all a dream. I mean, I mean fuck, I would love for the U.S. men's national team to play. Well, I, I mean, really doubt it. But hey, even a even a game between the, the earthquakes. Yeah. And a local team here that would be awesome. Okay. It doesn't even have the it doesn't even have to be the superstars. It could be the bench, you know, to start off. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Give me all your second string, you know, players. Let them play against the all stars in Selena. See what happens. I, I um, I'm gonna go to the restroom, y'all. Awesome. Oh yeah, there we go. Come on. Bomb, 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 bomb. That's gonna sound weird. There's gonna be a, like a, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. All right, let's pause. All right, and then we're gonna come right back. Oh yeah. But yeah, let, let's. Uh, we're an hour eighteen, forty eight minutes. You troopers, you fucking crazy bastards that stayed on for so long. If you did, thank you. We. Uh, this was a good conversation. This was a good conversation. And when there's professional soccer in Salinas. You know whose hand to high five. Because yeah. you were all here for our conversation that we started. 
Exactly. But anyway, yeah, dude, uh, Selena Soccer is great. It, it's it's very popular. It it has possibilities, and it has a website, SelenaSoccer.com. Oh yeah. Thank you. Go to it. Love it. Read it. Like it. Exactly. And um. So so before we go away into the nether regions of another week. Uh, we just want to remind everybody that this Saturday, November 1st, is Ciclovia yep. from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Alisal from Salina Street all the way down to Sanborn by Monimart. Yeah, so uh, bring out your skateboards, bicycles. Just don't bring your cars, man. Leave your cars at home. Uh, take your public transportation. Uh, you know, take a taxi. It, it's a really nice event. Uh, come out with your family. Have fun. You know. Yeah. Walk around the street. A lot of the, um, like we said, Salinas, we all struggle with money, man. We, we all work yeah. just to, to pay the rent. Uh, but there's a lot of people doing good free stuff, and this is one of them. Definitely. Dude, just go out there. Have some fun, man. Just spend, spend, spend a morning. Spend a morning. It'll probably be cool. And, you know, it's been cold this last week or whatever. You know, you know you missed that. You know, you're from Salinas. You're born and raised in that coldness. You, this heat we've had these last couple of years, that's not us. So go out there on a Sunday Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Bring out your rollerblades. Bring out your roller skates. Bring out your skateboards. Whatever. Your bicycles. Tricycles. Everything. Anything. Yeah, man. I know there's a lot of people that have some really cool lowrider bicycles out there and tricycles of... And I'll see some of them. Show them off, man. Yeah, there's going to be Zumba and Roomba and jump houses. Concession stands, dude. Yeah, you know there's going to be Pico de Gallo off the hook out yep. there. Um, dude, it's it's there. It's there. Enjoy it. It's free. Take advantage. It doesn't happen all the time. We're trying to make it happen. More often, it happens once a year. It happens once a month in Bogota. So we're, we're pushing for it. Yeah. And I mean, it's a bunch of 17-year-olds. Well, there's there's different ages, but it's mostly a young... young yeah, we uh, talked to an old one. We talked to yeah. a senior. There's freshmen involved in this. Yeah, dude. What's your name? I there's remember... really young people like yeah. heading this, this event. So go out there, support, you know. Let them know that they're doing good and that you're enjoying what they're trying to do. Yeah, hell yeah. We we got their back. And also, stop by the businesses afterwards because the businesses that are surrounding the area where the event is going on are impacted by the, the closure. Yeah, definitely. So to make up for that, to kind of show your appreciation, go buy those businesses, buy something, look at their stuff, check, check them out to show them that even though their business is impacted by the traffic, they're still going to get some love from the people that are coming exactly. to the event. Support yeah. the businesses around them. Otherwise, the events like this won't happen again because, you know what, if the surrounding businesses had a, had a problem with it or, or gained a problem with this event, it won't happen in the future. It won't. So go there, support the local businesses because uh, this doesn't have to happen. The businesses could say, you know what, I don't want this to happen. Yeah. And the city would say, you know yeah, what, yeah, we're probably not going to do this. Down. You know? So go buy a soda at a local business. Go buy some lunch. Go buy a sandwich. Go yeah. buy a burrito or whatever. Support the businesses around there. Show some love. Put your money back into the area because it is a sacrifice. The businesses that are right on the, the route are sacrificing 
business for to have this event. So if that's their donation to the event, yes. whether it's you know tangible or not, just tangible for them. Definitely not making as much money that morning. Yeah, you know what I mean. So just appreciate that if you like the event, like we do. I think it's a good event, but show some love to those businesses and shops that are up and down Alisaw from Mountain Mike's on West Alisaw all the way down to Sanborn. Definitely. There's businesses up and down there that are going to be affected. Show them some love. And actually, a really cool website uh, for those businesses. I mean, uh, if you want to know, if you're on your bike and you want to know a business that, that kind of caters and you know, will take care of your bike, go to marylynch.com slash blog. It's M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-C-H dot com slash blog. And uh, Mary Lynch is very involved with the bicycling community. She's She's been pushing the Ciclovia thing like crazy. But if you go to her blog, it it's a really cool blog. Yeah. It's really well done. And she has so much advice on there on how to ride your bikes at night in Salinas, you know, where the bicycle lanes are, where it's safer, where it's not, what restaurants have bike racks nearby. And, again, just go to marylynch.com slash blog, and Mary with an I. And um, we'll, we'll also put it on our Twitter and Facebook. It's a, it's a really great resource, and if you ride bikes in Salinas or if you would ever like to, that is a place to go to definitely before you dare venture out on your own. She has very, very good advice and very good tips on how to stay safe, you know, in Salinas and where to ride. And so, so I, I highly suggest that you go there. And again, the shout out was to to Vanessa, the senior from Alvarez High, who was part of the one of the committees that's putting on Ciclovia. And I mean, I was at the city council meeting, and there's a bunch of other high school kids. But Vanessa was on our show, so we like her. So shout out to her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know she'll be out there. Or she, yeah, she does the Aztec dancing as well. Yeah, so. definitely. So yeah, not only is she going to be out there as a volunteer putting on the event, she's going to be performing at it. So I mean, if you can't even show up, then come on. Yeah. Come on, you know, Vanessa, 17 year old, all over you. Um, and yeah, the, what else we got going? On this week, this fine weekend, uh, San Jose Earthquakes finished their campaign against uh, Chivas USA, who beat them one to nothing. So the San Jose Earthquakes finished with a 15-game un-no-win streak. The last wow. win the Losing San Jose streak. Earthquakes had was in August 2nd. August 2nd. I did not hear that. That's worse than the Raiders. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. horrible that... It's been just about three months <laughs> since the Earthquakes wow. won a game and the season's over. That's crazy. And it starts again in March, so... Yeah, we'll see. So about that, and... Uh, How about them Earthquakes, man? <laughs> yeah, but there was a silver lining. If you go to Last Word on Sports, you can read all about it. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, exactly. I, was, uh, I found a silver lining on there, and and I wrote about it, and I, I think it'll... I think it's... Yeah. Good thing this season wasn't at a new stadium. That's all I got to say. Yep. It would be disappointing if yeah. it was. A new coach. Uh, well, a new old coach, Dom Kinnear. I think it's a lateral move, but whatever. The season's going to be better than this year. What else? Uh, that's it. That's all I got. 
crates yeah. are done. Thanks. So thanks. Soccer. Yeah. Dot com available for you to read. Yeah, go to Salinas uh, yeah, com has the full article where I talk about the possibly moving a, a USL pro team here and my pros and cons. Halloween party. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, Halloween party this this Friday. There'll be bands. Yeah. Who's the yeah. who's scheduled that? It's I'm still working it out. I'm gonna have some bands. I'm not saying for sure yet, so you'll be surprised. It'll be awesome. Uh, there'll be music, there'll be costume contests, lots of beer flowing, I'm gonna have some cool beers on draft. Candy. Candy you know, not candy to make you dandy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're gonna be raging from like seven, eight o'clock all the way to one, one thirty in the morning. So stop by XO Public House Halloween, wear your costume, possibly win some money. I think I'm gonna do like hundred and fifty bucks for first prize. Uh, we're gonna pull out the podcasting equipment, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Podcasting yeah. is going down. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah that would definitely that. would be Yeah, cool. so come by Exo Public House, say what's up to the boys, bring everybody down. If it's a night where you're going to make multiple stops, just stop by and say what's up. Yeah. Check on in. Maybe you'll uh, have such a good time you want to stay. Have a beer. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, also, i plug uh, oh, yeah. Grab a Beer and Jacket. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah, you heard about that earlier. If you want to go to uh, a podcast where it's a little juvenile and kind of dirty, come check us out. Have fun. Uh, you know. Yeah. Can't be growing up all the time, people. Exactly. Um, we we try our best to to make it as entertaining as possible, and hopefully anybody who listens will uh, agree. And if you don't agree, let us know what we're doing wrong. So, yeah. grab a beer and jacket thing. is uh, on Stitcher and on iTunes. Stitcher's awesome. Um, you can go on there, search a ton of different podcasts. Hopefully ours, and hopefully Celine's Underground. Um, and iTunes where all of our stuff is on there too so Hell yeah. check us yeah. out show us some love let us know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong talk we're, to us yeah let yeah. us know you can hit us on Twitter at at grab beer jacket three words put together into one lovely package at grab beer jacket let us know what, what's going on we post all our new links up there some funny stuff uh, some cool pictures from time to time uh, yeah, you can contact, contact us on there and uh, keep showing these guys at Salinas Underground some love. They do a good job. They're dedicated. This is like 30 weeks in a row, huh, Baldo? Yeah, that's oh. what we were saying when we started. Dude, this is weekly. Yeah, yeah. this is a we weekly. We do this thing. weekly. Yeah, they do this as a charity for you guys. They do this for you, the people, to try to, bet, to better their community. Show them some love. Yeah, Listen, come on spread the word. If you have something to say, and if it's strong enough, they may let you come on. Yeah. You know, you better bring might. it. You better bring it. Definitely. Hell yeah. Doing this. Feedback is appreciated. Hit up Baldo and uh, Basole and, and John, wherever he is. Where's John today? <laughs> John's over there. Not fast. Smelling uh, camel shit somewhere. Oh, yeah. At a Slipknot concert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he loves mainstream rock and roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank it you for letting like me uh, come on and BS with you guys. Thanks, James. It's always Hell a pleasure, yeah. dude. I, I, I was in and out because I was working at the same time, so I apologize about that, but I appreciate you letting me out. Yeah, thanks for coming Hell on. Hell yeah. It's always a fucking pleasure having you Yeah, up. no problem. Good night, y'all. All right. Later on. Later on. Later on. <laughs>